Okay, okay, okay. Alright, so um Champions League draw last week. Uh, let me first ask Fentola, who do you think will win the Champions League this year? I have to speak up. I think um, Man City has a very good chance with the addition of um, Erling Haaland and um, you know, considering that he has started off you know, on a very good ground, scoring nine goals in five matches. I think it was the it was the one person that he needed to complete that team, and it, it seems like it's going to come out good for them this. What do you say? What do you say is the one person that they needed? I don't think City has ever had a problem with scoring no, goals. No, of course they've never had a problem with scoring goals. Um, I feel like um, they didn't have someone that was like the, like the, the the number one person they can always go to to say okay, irrespective of every other person not scoring goals, this one person will always give us those goals that we needed. But then. As I said, it's not a problem for them, so hopefully it will it will see the difference. We will get that notable difference from you know with the addition to the team. Okay, Femi. Yeah, I'm um, talking about the Champions League. Uh, my number one pick will still have to be Real Madrid, uh, owing to the fact that they know the business of the Champions League. They've been there, done that. You know, they have um, 14. And I think Man City also has a good shout, you know, obviously with the inclusion of Eddie Nalan into the squad. And I think um, uh, um, Bayern Munich too might have a good go at I said who will win the Champions League? You're just giving me names. Who do you think will win the Champions League? Real, Real I'm asking one name. Real Madrid has a good Real Madrid. Yes. I actually think that PSG, this might be PSG this year. And I'm only saying that because they have Christoph Gatley. I think so Gatley. He's a different kind of manager from the managers that we've had before. Um, let's call him the French Mourinho. Why? Because his teams are able to combine playing good quality attacking football and being also very solid defensively. And I think that um, defensive frailties and mental frailties have been PSG's Achilles heels over the last few years that they've seemed to be doing well in the Champions League. So I think. I think this might be PSG's year. The only uh, pitfall for PSG might just be the relationship between the front three. I'm talking Neymar, Mbappe, and Messi. But something tells me this might be their year because of Crystal Cardley. Uh, I do agree with uh, Fentola saying that um, this might also be City's year. With Haaland, you know, he's going up to a good start. And I also agree with you, Femi, because, yeah. Real Madrid, you they have Carlos Ancelotti for crying out loud. If there's anybody that knows this competition like the back of his hand, it is that man. So yes, Real need to be considered as um, as one of the favorites. So uh, let's do a group by group uh, deep dive. So Group A. So the, the scope for us here is uh, look at the two teams that will come out of the group. Why? Why do you think those two teams will come out from the group? And um, okay, before we go into the group, tell me. Okay, you look at the entire eight groups. What team do you think will potentially disappoint? And what team do you think will be the surprise team? Uh, 
I come back to you on who your potential surprise will be. So, which team do you think will disappoint and which team do you think will be a big, big surprise? Okay, um, I would have to go with Tottenham. I think there will be a team that would actually disappoint because, yes, they've done I'm not, sh- I'm not shocked you mentioned sports because of Antonio Conte and his desire to focus on on one competition at a time. So I'm not surprised you mentioned sports. And I think that's also one of the reasons why I, I, I would say he hasn't really performed in the Champions League as, as much over the years. But he has, he has this um, belief that, okay, if I'm in a league, I want to put my my ground that this is this is what I'm focusing on. So I, I think Tottenham, and even with the fact that they've been playing well in, in their league, it still doesn't bring, it's, I, I don't think it's even enough for them to showcase themselves in the Champions League. So I do think they're going to disappoint. However, I, um, on the other hand, the team that I think is going to surprise, <laughs> which is funny, is um, maybe, uh, let me see, Leverkusen. They will surprise because I feel they've done so well so far in their league this season. So it, it might not be much of a surprise, but they will give, you know, and with the team, the group they are in, they will want to give the other teams a bit of a tough time. We've seen what they've done in um, in Europa League. So it would, I, I wouldn't even say I would be surprised, but let me just put it that way that yes, they will, they will, they will spring up a surprise. Well, who's in a very interesting group? Um and it's a very open group, so yes, I won't be. I kind of probably kind of agree with you that they could come out of that group uh, in between Porto and Atletico. Uh, if the problems that exist in Atletico Madrid continue, um, uh, Club Brugge are also there. So uh, yeah, of course it could be a surprise, but it's it's going to be hard. But sports, I think sports might be disappointing. Okay, so let's go group by group. Uh, group A as Ajax, former champions Ajax, former champions Liverpool, Napoli and uh, Glasgow Rangers. They are also former champions in the other European competitions. So, but not champions, the Champions League. Not former champions, the Champions League. So, uh, who comes out of that group, Fentola, and who comes second? Who tops and who comes second? Liverpool will come out tops. Napoli will come out second. Hmm, interesting. I, I, please let us write this down. So we take note. So that uh, maybe Fentola maybe you can make me some money. Maybe I can put some small change on who comes out of each group. 
and uh, there may be the person who have heads on their faces <laughs> that they didn't get it right. <laughs> so she says Liverpool will top the group and Napoli will come to come. Let, let me ask you, on, on that note, why do you think Ajax will come out of that group? Ajax is a very strong team. I wouldn't even, uh, there's, there's no doubt about it. They are. But when you look at Liverpool, they know how to grind out the results. Napoli has shown that, okay, they are ready for this season with the, uh, with, with the results they've had so far. And it will be very, it will be surprising to see Ajax qualifying ahead of Napoli because they, they, are, they, are, they are, yes, they are, they are champions in the only, but it's going to be very difficult. I, I've seen them over time. Yes, I think in, probably in the past two, three seasons, they've been able to qualify through the group stage. But with the way Napoli is playing right now, it is going to be very, very interesting to see them go ahead of Napoli. Okay, so you see, the thing is, um, I, I want to agree with you, and my reason is this. I'm looking at the player turnover that has gone on at Ajax this summer, and as we are, as we are talking now, uh, Edson Navarro might be leaving for Chelsea, and signs a 50 million pound bid on him. So as we are talking about it now, is a potential, you know, departure from Ajax, which will now join Anthony, uh, Sandro Martinez, and the other players that have left this summer. They have a new man, so. I tend to want to argue, but I also think that Rangers will be a very dangerous team in this group. Write them off at your own peril. I think they're a potential banana skin in this group. There are games that I think Rangers will go into and they will shock people by winning those games. And I'm mentioning games, especially their home games. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, atmosphere yeah. at Ibrox is yeah. crazy. Yeah. So I'm looking at games, even when Liverpool go, and, and I'm looking at Liverpool today, as we're talking, today is 1st of September, as we're talking today, <laughs> I'm not so confident about that Liverpool team, on the basis of what I've seen so far. No, I, yes, I understand, I understand that, but I also feel that Liverpool is a team who knows how to get the results. If you see their, their last match against um, Southampton yesterday, it just goes to show... Newcastle. Newcastle, sorry. It just goes to show you that they would grind you to the very last minute. Yeah, but, you, but but that game because also say was no, it was of course it had its own faults and for everything. Them, yes, know. for them, but they don't know how to do it. If, if their record last season, Champions League, it it got them to you know, that that record, Champions League is an outlier. I don't think it's going to happen again. Six straight wins. That sure is what you would think. It could happen again, irrespective of the injuries and everything they're having right now. It could still happen. But what I'm is you, I'm not sure Liverpool can win six straight wins. Well, it can happen. But it can happen. It's a family group. Hey, who, 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 who tops? Who comes second? Um, I, I, I'm thinking between Napoli and Ajax because I, I have to go with Napoli as well because of the Marxist was that's happened at Ajax and then uh, selling their top players might be their Achilles is just like they said. But I just like Napoli, we just slightly edge it. Napoli will slightly edge it. Come and say a combined Okay, so let me let me be the, the detailed guy here. Let me stick my neck for Napoli and Ajax. And I'm saying this even though I still worry about them defensively, they've drawn their last two games in Syria as we speak. 
Liverpool are still quite unconvincing. If they get up their injury bump, maybe they can come out of this group. But I, I'm sticking my neck out for Napoli and Ajax to come out of that group. Ajax, yes, they've lost a lot of players, but they've shown us over the years that they're able to regenerate well. They have a very good conveyor belt in there via the academy and the strong scouting network. So I'm going Napoli to top the group and the Ajax to come second. So Liverpool might just go to Europe. Is anybody who's listening to say because it's more like style like that. Alright, Group B, Porto, Atletico, Madrid, Leverkusen, Club Bruce. I think it's a very open group. Um, Porto and Atletico are perennial campaigners on this digital champions league. Leverkusen, my problem with Leverkusen is that they are largely, largely, largely inconsistent. So I will go with yeah. Atletico Madrid and Porto to come out of that group. Femi? Yes, uh, I'll also, I'll give it, absolutely, Atletico has to talk to the group because I think they have the most quality ahead of every other thing in the group. And so Atletico Madrid for me, the likes of Anton Griezmann, you know, Morata, Joao Felix, you know, they have good qualities going forward. And I think Porto too, you know, they, they will show a class. Just like you rightly said, it is the inconsistency of the Bakusin that might, you know, be their worry and their problem with this group. So I just feel like Atletico Madrid will outrightly edge it. Although it's an open group, we don't know what Club Bridge 2 might offer, but I don't think they will do too much to scare anyone in the group. So I just feel like Atletico Madrid will outrightly edge it, then Porto 2 would come very, very close to them. Uh, maybe Leverkusen could do it Europa League at the end of the day. Alright, Fedora? I would agree with both of you. Um, Atletico coming out tops and Porto coming in second. Well, I also feel like the the um, the second position is going to be a very tight position between Porto and um, Leverkusen because yes, they, they uh, Bayern Leverkusen could be inconsistent, but they will they will give that fight. They will show you that okay, yes, we are the Champions League. We will give everything. So it would, if by any chance Porto qualifies, it would be maybe the slightest margin. To, to go through, so yes, I do agree with you. So, Fetola is not writing about might still be able to qualify, but she's also doing with Atletico Madrid and Porto. Group C, very tough group, the group of, of death. The group of death. Um, Alright, so we were talking about uh, Group C, interesting group, group of death. Bayern Munich, Barcelona, Inter Milan, and Victoria Prison. <laughs> Femi, who comes out of this first person? Uh, uh, it's, it's a very tough one for me. With the acquisition of Barcelona, you should expect them on paper. Usmane Dembele, Robert Lewandowski, Asumane Fati, uh, names, names don't play the game. I know, I know. That's what I'm saying that on paper, these guys, this name, Writing their names out. You can throw away the people for yourself. <laughs> so I just feel like Barcelona, you know, they have a legitimate chance to come out top of this. But then you can't rule out Brian Munich as well. That is to top the group. I mean, it's it will be very very tough for me. But I just feel like Bayern Munich will take it at the end of the day. Bayern to top. Bayern to top the group. Then Barcelona comes second. Inter might Inter will fight. Inter will fight. But I don't think it will be enough. You know, the antecedents will always come back to run there. They will always up and puff, but at the end of the day, so, so just like we saw last season, Inter, Sheriff, 
Shakhtar Donetsk and uh, Real Madrid. Yeah. It was very, very tough. You know, Sheriff, you know, grinded last season, but Inter couldn't make it. I think it was eventually Shakhtar and Real Madrid that got out of the stage, uh, of the group stage. So I just think the history will still repeat itself this time around. So it will be Bayern Munich and Barcelona coming out of the group. Bayern definitely will come out tops. Okay. But I, I would say that Inter would Oh, okay. And the reason why I'm saying that is because yes, you have uh, you have all these new players, Rafina, Kunde, coming in, and you would expect that yes, they should qualify. Which was also the same case last season that we expected that oh, Barcelona would go through, and we saw what happened. They couldn't even you know go ahead to win Europa League. But as I said, Inter Milan has a I, 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 feel, I feel like the team is closely knitted together right now, you know, they, they understand each other, they, they have a way of giving themselves those, those um, little, little points. And so Barcelona is still going to have to do the serious work to be able to qualify. Just, I, maybe yes, with the addition of Lewandowski to help with the goals and everything, but I still feel like they still they, they, they don't really understand each other right now. Mm. So they, they, they it will take a lot of time, except if these players are ready to give everything and say, okay, you know what, now or nothing. But I would I would definitely be going for Bayern Munich and Inter Milan. Hmm. That's an interesting call. Uh, I'm looking forward to the. To the two games between Bayern and Barcelona, uh, which is what kind of work from Robert Lewandowski gets when he goes to the Alliance Arena, and uh, we just to see what kind of Bayern side she going to the new camp. Inter for me, I think Inter is still short in a few places. Uh, I understand as we speak, Robert Gosen has been leaving for Leverkusen on loan, so I think the one of the problems Inter have. Is that they've not replaced uh, Ivan Perisic on the left hand side? I think that that's a huge weakness because the Marco is not your best option on that side, and it's not the best in terms of concentrating and being alive on the side. So, um, I have my doubts about Inter. I think they will give it a good run, but I might still have to uh, go with Bayern and Barcelona, even though I'm still worried about Barcelona and their. Defense. Uh, let's go to Group D. Fertola, Frankfurt, Spurs, Sporting CP, that's Sporting Lisbon, and Marseille. Another very open group. This team or this group, I would say, is my group of death because it's quite interesting. You, you, you look at every single one of them and you think, oh, the average teams, and yes, they will just, you, you look at the chances, but okay. Can we say that Spurs can't top this group? On the strength of the quality that Spurs, quote unquote, have, I would say Spurs cannot talk this group. I, I don't think so. And this is me being very pro Premier League and being probably you can call it myopic. Yes. I, I, I get that. I still don't think they will talk that group. They will, do you want, think will talk the group. I think Marcel will. I think Marseille have done some really good business this summer, yes, uh, acquiring Genduzi on a much more on a permanent basis. Yes. Uh, Alexis Sanchez. Sanchez. Yeah. Exactly. So I do think they will. Maybe two is, is a bit too much. Yeah. 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 Y
now he's, he's amazing. Minnick has moved to Juventus and scored. Oh. Yeah, he's moved to Juventus and scored his debut yesterday. Wow, oh, yeah. So, yeah, so I, I do think Marcelo will qualify. And if I will be second. I'll give it to Tottenham. They, they, they would definitely want to qualify. They, you know, with the, with the addition of these new players, it, it will be difficult for them. But the one person that will stand out for them, which has been a consistent player, is Harry uh, Kane. So it will, it, will, it will get those goals for them. But the question is, would they be able to do the, the hard work to be able to qualify? Because honestly, I think Frankfurt is going to give them a run. And sporting, I sporting also is not, <laughs> they are not a small team, but they are, they are an average team, but they will give them that, that tough time. I hate groups that are open like this. It's, it's just causes a lot of confusion Confused. and destruction. That's why I think this thing is actually um, the group of them. Because Bayern and Barcelona, yeah, they are, they are, it's more like they're straightforward. You can tell that, okay, this, this ones will go through and all that. But teams like this is always just very difficult. There will be things where they will you know, win this, lose this, and you are not really sure what is going to happen. So I think myself will talk the group and Tottenham coming second. I, I, I might take a bit. I, I agree with you. I think Marseille will go through, but I'm somehow looking at Frankfurt. I think Frankfurt will shock a lot of people. Um, I look back at the campaign in the Europa League last season. Yes, they've lost all of those players. Was the same manager. Yeah. My worry for Spurs is Antonio Conte and you know, his overall outlook towards playing uh, two, three matches a week. Um, so that's why I have doubts of Spurs. So I'm going to be going for Marseille and Frankfurt to come out of that. Marseille and Frankfurt, particularly for their pedigree in European competition. So hey, I'm going for those two. So Femi. Uh, okay, I think uh, in this group, uh, the group is very very open. Even sporting this one can never be ruled out of this group yeah. because you don't know what they have to offer. Yeah. Really, you know, these things they just you know they just come out of you and you know, just be shocked at what they can bring out. But then ultimately, I just feel like Tottenham will have too much for these teams to handle. I just think Tottenham will just slightly hedge it. But then I'm a bit worried between Frankfurt and Marseille. Olympic Marseille, they've really, they, they, they've really been working this is, I think they are currently told on the, on the, on the yeah, you know, they scored, they scored a lot of goals, you know, Alexis Sanchez, these guys, they've been, they've been scoring goals. Frankfurt, on the other hand, their opening game of the season, they lost 6-0, I think 6-0 or 6-1 to yeah. Bayern Munich. Of course, Bayern is Bayern, Bayern, Bayern beats everybody, <laughs> but then, you, you are just coming, uh, you know, from winning uh, the second uh, top competitions in the European football. You know, you are expected to come out more, you know, have more qualities in your team, buy more players. I just feel like this team, they haven't shown enough that they are a team to come out of this group. So I just feel like it will be Tottenham and Marseille at the mm. end of the day. Frankfurt, it will, it will be their turn. I, in fact, I even doubt if Frankfurt might finish third. Mm. Because I still give Sporting this one a, a shout, yeah, to, to, to finish third. So I just feel like it is attractive between Tottenham and Marseille. All right, so good is Milan, Chelsea, Salzburg, uh, and, and, and I'll say this first about me, is that <clears throat> if after all these years people are not taking Salzburg seriously, then I wonder what people are watching. I think they're a very dangerous team. They have a lot of young players who are looking to potentially sell themselves, who are looking to showcase themselves and looking to cause problems. 
Um, Milan, welcome back to the championship, champions of, uh, welcome back to the champions, the champions of Italy. Another very young side, a few experienced players here and there. But I must say this about Milan, I worry about Milan going forward. I don't think Milan, for a team that won the Scudetto, has the firepower. I think a lot of what probably propelled Milan was team, the team ethos, you know, so solid organization at the back. But going forward, it just Milan as an attacking force doesn't impress me. Take out Rafael Leal. What do you have? Oliver Giroud, Divock Origi, Origi, Zlatan on his feet. Maybe twenty his feet. That's it. And then a the lot depends on the on their midfield. Uh, Salvo Tonali, uh, Brian Diaz, and the likes. Milan don't. They don't excite me. And yes, Chelsea has issues, and I'm sure by the time we're, by the time today is done, they will bring in one or two new signings. We might change the fortunes of the team. Babaya might be heading there. Mr. Fofana should be on his way to Chelsea as well. So they would look a lot stronger. But let's look at, I will be going with pedigree with this one. So I'm going with Milan and Chelsea to come through of the group there. So you told her? I would, I, I would support you on this one, but it's a case of Chelsea going ahead of AC Milan. And yes, Chelsea is not having the best of, you know, of, uh, of game time right now. They are having to lose and, you know, it, it's more like they are still in the balance. They don't, they don't know what is working for them. But as you said, with the addition of one or two more players, especially Lewandowski coming in, it will change... Oh, Abameyang, sorry, yes. With Mabamian um, coming in, things would, would, would look better for them. And another thing with Chelsea is they, they know how to, I think on European ground, they know how to get the results. Yes, it might be a bit tough in some matches, but they always want to give their very best. They, they, they have that fighting spirit when it comes to European um, leagues, especially the Champions League. It's not even, I would even include the European League and Europa League to me. So they, they know how to, to do it. And I do see them you know, going ahead in, 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 this, in this team, in this group. AC Milan, for me, um, it, I, I think it was a choice between AC Milan and Salzburg. Salzburg, you know, winning their, their, their league is, is, is for them to showcase themselves in you know, European ground that we can do it. Even if it will take them fighting the likes of AC Milan to get to that point, they will do it. And you know, it's not, it's obvious, they are not even a team you can brush aside and say, oh, they won't, they won't give so much. Even the likes of Chelsea will say, oh, this is, this is a team we have to look out for because there are teams where you think you'll get the three points and trust me, you are fighting for that one point from them. So I do think it's going to be a very interesting group also. But I do see Chelsea going through as tops and AC Milan you know, coming second. Hmm. So. Okay, uh, for me, it's uh, you, uh, Mr. Ayemi, you picked your team based on uh, pedigree. Okay, Ayemi, you picked your team based on pedigree. Uh, saying Chelsea and Milan owing to their antecedents and the history they bring to this competition. However, 
I will not confess in the line here, surprisingly, I will bring in Salzburg. Chelsea talks the group, then Salzburg follows. You know, the, uh, uh, this Austrian champion, they, they've been here and there. You know, you, 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 uh, uh, Milan also, they, they are Italian champions, but I just feel like their recruitment this season has been very poor. We understand it's understandably so. And I don't think they've shown enough, even in the Syria this season, they haven't blown team apart so far in these three games they played. Yeah. So we have to bring these things into contest. Chelsea, on the other hand, although they've started the season poorly too, technically by their own standard, they've started poorly. But then, uh, Wesley Fofana is almost at the doors of Stamford Bridge. Aubameyang is on his way to the airport already, I'm very, very sure. You know, and, and when Ungolo Conte and these guys come and reach James and they begin to find their form, Chelsea, Chelsea yeah. they'll be stability in the team. So I just feel like it will be between Chelsea and Salzburg. Let's see Milan, I just see that they'll find their place in the Europa League. The will be the moving boys, of course. So I just feel it to be Chelsea and Salzburg. I am very, very sure. Chelsea and Salzburg. Chelsea and Salzburg. Okay, that's interesting. Okay, so we'll go to Group F. Real Madrid. I'll be Leipzig, Shakhtar Donetsk, Celtic. Now, Chelsea in this group is like Shakhtar Donetsk. I don't know what Shakhtar Donetsk are going to get. Because the crisis in Ukraine. So I'm going to set them aside. Celtic are lucky to be in the group stage, obviously, because some of the sudden changes they are here. And you to have two Scottish teams in the Champions League group stage. However, remember that defending champions, I expect them to top this group easily. Easily, they should top this group. But how Abu Lives are able to keep hold of some of the players, like Leymar and Nkuku, uh, shows that they seem to be a serious team that probably heading in the right direction and building something good. So, Real Madrid and Abu Lives it to come out of this group for me. Tendela? I agree with you. Um, even with the addition of Timo Werner to Abu Lives, Real Madrid has been you know, banging in the goals for them. And so I, I do expect that those two go through. Real Madrid, this, they, they are. They are the champions. They are the champions. <laughs> there is no even questioning if they will qualify or not. So they, 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 they know the business. It's, it's, it's yes. their regular business. It's, a, it's, it's unquestionable. Sure. So definitely, they will be going, you know, talking the group. And Celtic is it's interesting that they qualified, to be honest. But, I do see them actually giving um, Leipzig tough, tough time, just a little bit, but still Leipzig will go through. So those are the people I see going through. Okay, it is tough for me to pick between um, uh, Leipzig and Shakhtar to the next coming second of the Obviously, Madrid is a no-brainer. Madrid talks it, of course, they take it. But then, Leipzig and Shakhtar the next. Shakhtar the next, I don't really know what they have in their ass now, you know, to shoot their gun this season. But I just feel like, RB Leipzig too, with the inclusion of uh, Timo Werner, you know, he's been popping out, you know, scored that trip over the weekend in the cup game, and during the mm-hmm. midweek, then he's been scoring, scored on his debut as well. I just feel like it will be very, very tough between RB Leipzig and Shakhtar. Ultimately, I just feel like RB Leipzig might edge it. Shakhtar too, surprisingly last year, they, they, they came out of the group that has Inter Milan and Real Madrid, and Shakhtar was uh, able to come out of the group, but I just feel like this time, I just feel like I'll realize it will take it. I'll realize I'll give it to Real Madrid and I'll be, I'll be like. Okay, I'll be like Real Madrid, Gucci, another interesting group. Why that is interesting? I don't know how Manchester City do it, but they always, always seem to get a very straightforward draw. 
There's absolutely no way City Girls would top this one. <laughs> and they would top it easily. Sevilla are all over the place, complete, in complete disarray. They sold their two starting centre backs in the summer, Diego Costa and uh, uh, Josh Kunde. They are all over the place. They are in complete mess. Um, so I'm not even going to reckon with them. Dortmund, as usual, yo yo, very inconsistent. You don't even know what you're going to get. Copenhagen, yes, maybe on the home soil, yes, they are fine, but also. They've also shown some level of inconsistency. I'm going to go with Man City and Dortmund on this one. I think that's the safe, safe bet. Man City, Dortmund in Group G. Okay, in this group, obviously Man City talks the group. And the question for Man City is, can they go ahead to win the Champions League? We are not even talking about can they come out of the group. It's in fact, as a matter of fact, the 18 points are very, very sure they should be able to advance it. I must say that the second uh, position, it, it has to be, I, I'm, I'm a bit worried about Borussia Dortmund. Dortmund can be inconsistent at times. Uh, just yesterday, they sold money out. So I said, Man City obviously top this group. The question for Man City is, will they go ahead to win the Champions League? But then, I said, um, just yesterday, Dortmund told Manuel Akonjik to Borussia that I think they completed this medical assignment today. And that's one of their key members in that defense. So in fact, one of their strongholds in that defense. But then Sevilla, you know, so Jews Kunde, Lucas Ocampos and, and, and whatnot. But I still don't think Sevilla too can be very, very inconsistent. So I, I just feel like Dortmund, I, I, I don't think Dortmund will have a, a shout in this group. I just feel like it is between Man City and Sevilla. Man City and Sevilla to Tunisia. Man City and Sevilla. Okay, that would be that would be interesting. Just Man City and Sevilla. If Sevilla to snap out of it, they tend to do that. So, final group, another very interesting one. Paris Saint Germain, who I think this could be their year. Juventus, Benfica, and Maccabi Haifa. Fentola. Um, PSG has, you know, hit the ground running. They've shown in their league that they are ready. You know, with the likes of Neymar, um, Messi, and Mbappe, you know, giving him the goals, scoring the goals, and just, you know, putting that um, home front out there that we are ready for this season. Hopefully, we hope, <laughs> we hope it's going to be the same on European ground because. Players always have a way of just losing it at the very minute. You, you would expect them to you know, take the fight to the very last minute. And some way, somehow, they always lose it. But I do expect them to, you know, go through um, the, 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 the uh, group stage. Definitely. It won't, even, it won't be a question. Because if you are looking at the other teams, Juventus, Benfica, there's, I don't see a tougher team that would handle them there. But definitely, you know, Juventus will also try to you know, put their head in the next round. And, you know, I, I, I see the return of Pogba probably adding some little, little changes. I see Di Maria also giving his little input to that team. So maybe, just maybe, you know, Juventus can go to. But FIFA can also be a tough team when they want to. You know, but they've now lost uh, Nunes to Liverpool in this transfer window. And so, 
we would have to see what they can they can do without him. But definitely, I'll be giving it to PSG and Juventus. Sure. Uh, okay, I I think it's simply straightforward. With the acquisition of of Juventus this season, I just feel like it's with Paris Saint Germain obviously coming top of the group and then Juventus following shoot. I don't think Benfica has any shouts. Legitimately has any shouts. Their biggest player, of course, Damien, just like Benfica mentioned, was sold to Liverpool for a big money. I just feel like Benfica, although of course their recruitment too, I, I, I assume they would have been recruited very well. And we don't know which staff they will bring this time because two years ago, who knew about them? You know, there's nobody. Mm-hmm. And just like he sprung out of nowhere, just like a flower, it blossomed. And then they sold him for a big money and anyway, we cashed him big money. But I just feel like this year, I just I just don't see that happening. Them bringing in another player that will just come out and blow everybody away. I just feel the, the, the um, Juventus and Paris Saint Germain will have too much for, for these things, for the remaining things in the group. I just feel like Paris Saint Germain and Juventus should take it. Hmm. I think PSG and Juventus just do. I think you have to play good the canto. So brought in some really good players. I think overall, I think you look stronger than last season. Even though I still worry about them defensively, but I think PSG are in a very they're in a perfect situation. They've had a good transfer window. They brought really good players and complement the entire team. So PSG and Juventus to come out of Group H. So. Hopefully, by December, when we are reviewing this, we will see who has the better crystal ball or whatever it is. But it promises to be a very entertaining and enjoyable Champions League run this year. Probably the biggest and most entertaining continental uh, club football competition in the world. So, um... Final question to as a round of who will be top scorer this year? <laughs> okay, it, it, it's it's a very very interesting. It will be tough, but it will be interesting. And note that the likes of uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, Lionel Messi, Lewandowski, Benzema have pushed. I've broken the glass in terms of what you consider top scorers in the competition. We're talking about people who are scoring more than 10 goals in that competition. So, who do you think will be top scorer? Yeah, uh, the top scorer, it will be very, very interesting. Just like I said earlier, it will be, be delightful for us to watch and see how these guys, the top names coming out and scoring goals, tons of goals, scoring goals in reckless abandon. But I just feel like ultimately, Erling Haaland, you can't. He, he, the boy, the boy, he, he, I think he has he has 23 goals in 21 games. It's it's incredible, you know. It's astonishing how what that young man has achieved, and I think that he will follow in that same trajectory this season. Karim Benzema, Lewandowski, they will off and off, but I think Alan will just edge him by two goals or more. I think so. So, first of all, Alan, Alan as well. Yes, I'm going for Alan. I'm going for anybody. Thank you very much. <laughs> Have a good time. But seriously, I do agree that Manchester City, this is the best chance they have. I think the team looks good, but still, there is a lack of balance in central defense. And I think that's where the worry is for, um, for City. Yeah, but you know, you know sometimes players come out from injuries. 
Manila Conchitu has been recruited. You know, no, one, I, I don't know how. I like the way cities do their business. They're very quiet about it. They're just growing it. But Manila Conchitu, I still have question marks. So, thank you guys. Thank you for your insights. And uh, have a lovely day. Bye for now.